wherever you are, you're there for a purpose and for yeah. a reason. And so um, if God's put you to be a teacher and that's like not what you're trying to do right now, um, he has you there for a reason. So maybe he's trying to teach you something that's going to yeah. prepare you for your next season. Yeah. Um, and so I think as long, again, as you're still like walking with the Lord and you're like in his word, you're in the church, you're doing all the things you need to do. Nothing's going to go to waste. Yeah. I, I so. would so agree from I, just like silly things that I think of. I did even as a child that you're like, oh man, I'm so glad I took piano lessons or like whatever right, it was. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like <laughs> I loved that at the time. I was like fighting my mom, not practicing, <laughs> right. mad at Mrs. Jones. Shout out Mrs. Jones, my piano teacher. If she's listening, I can't imagine why she would be. <laughs> she might not be alive. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but Mrs. Jones taught me everything I knew about the piano, you know, but then God, uses it later in life um, mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. what I don't like is people who blame the will of God mm-hmm. on like yeah I don't want to do this because I, I just don't have peace or I don't think that's God's um, will how have you seen Hello, friends, and welcome to The Known Podcast. This week, I have the privilege of welcoming not one, not two, but three guests to the podcast. We are going to talk about all things finding the will of God. I am so excited. It's a supersized episode. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to The Known Podcast, and today it is... This is fun. First of all, a lot of firsts today, okay? This is the most amount of guests we've ever had in the studio. So it's usually me, sound engineer Ricky, and one guest. We've even had two guests. Friends, today I have three guests. I have my husband, the honored Dr. Pastor Jason Burns. Jason, say hello to the podcast. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And today we are joined by some of our dear friends. They're a couple. They're a power couple, I would say. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Reverend Isaiah Board and his beautiful wife, Desiree Board, to the podcast. What's up? Hello. Yeah. hello. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jason's been here, so people know a lot about us. Boards, will you tell us a 30-second blurb of who you guys are? Absolutely. Ooh, you want to take this? I got you. <laughs> we are a married couple. We are the youth pastors at Access Church Lakeland, Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, love how we get to serve our church family. We've been married for almost nine years. Mm-hmm. Uh, our anniversary is May 9th. Oops. May- <laughs> for a second. Yep, Were you May expecting 9th. her not to know? It just feels like there's history <laughs> yeah. behind that. No, no. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, she, she, no. Well, nine years, we have two children. Nehemiah is seven years old, and Noel is three. Three years old, and so <laughs> it's like, like I didn't know. Yeah, I know. Right uh, it's like an interview. I, I felt like the way you paused made it feel like you weren't sure, yeah. so you passed the buck. He's like, "How old is Noel now?" Um, there's yeah. no pets in the board home. I feel like, right? No pets. No okay, because we do talk about that here on the podcast. Um, yes. I would say Noel can be like a sweetheart pet. Like you know, she's three. Three year olds are like pets, really. Like you know, they don't. You're right. You can leave them at the house in a crate. No, that's not right. Right. <laughs> leave them home alone. Wait. No. That's not. We do not. These are not the views of the Gnome Podcast. No. By the way, um, I wanted to bring the boards on and my darling husband um, today to kind of talk about. This has been a lifetime thing for me. This idea of the will of. God. Now, I'm a church kid. Are you all church kids? Did you all come up in the church? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So we're a rotten group of church kids. Sound engineer Ricky, are you a church kid? Ricky Ricky nodded. You couldn't tell. All right. So this is a rotten group of church kids. But for me, growing up, this idea of the will of God was treated like 
you know, at the end of Candyland, when you reach like the flowy castle with that's made of candy, that's how the will of God was sort of expressed to me growing up. And it was kind of expressed to me like something you had to achieve, something you could miss if you were not careful. And it almost became idolized, I think. And I want to break this down for believers because a lot of times people come into my office. The topic is, am I doing God's will? Mm. How do I know if I'm doing God's will? Did I miss God's will? Mm -hmm. So let's start simple for each person. Do you feel like you believe in the will of God as a destination, something you can achieve, something you can miss? We'll let our guests go first. Pastor and Mrs. Board, can you miss the will of God? Okay, so for me, uh, this has always been like a struggle for me because I kind of feel the same way. Like it always felt like, there was like this, some like almost unachievable thing. And like, yeah. if you get it wrong, like you're done. Yeah. Um, so I forget where I heard it, but um, someone described it as like, whether it's the will, the call or the purpose that God has for your life, it's the same for everybody. And it's to know God, to tell others and make disciples. That's great. Um, but the means in which we achieve that is different. It's great. Based on your gifts and the passions that God has given you. And so I feel like you can miss it, if you are intentionally not seeking God, knowing yeah. God, um, using your gifts for Him, yeah. um, but I think if you're doing that like daily, you're gonna um, achieve what God has like called for your life, and it's gonna look different in different seasons. Ooh, but. I love that. I liked the mm -hmm. word intentional. I mm -hmm. think that's kind of the difference. What do you think, Isaiah? You know, um, when I think about this, I think of. Um, you know, I, I believe that if somebody's walking with the Lord every day and they have an active relationship with him, um, I think they're going to walk right into God's will for what yeah. they have. You know, I, I think that God's specific will for their life, his purpose, his, his calling for their life, so long as we're walking with him daily, I think he'll reveal what that is and yeah. and all of that. Now, do I think, <clears throat> excuse me, do I think our actions can determine maybe the journey? <laughs> you know, yeah. Absolutely, you know, and so... Um, I absolutely think absolutely think that plays a role in it, but I do yeah. think that um, so long as we're walking with him, he'll he'll guide us and, and walk with us every step of the way. Um, anytime a teenager has has come up to me and said, Pastor Isaiah, yeah, I, was I think ask, I missed it. Yeah, I, I think ask, I missed like, it. Or Pastor, is this like the question yes, you get asked? Okay, absolutely. And it's like I just thought, hey, hey, no, you're you're on the right track. You're yeah. good. God will reveal it in in time, and, yeah. and so um, as long as you're doing, you know, you have that that relationship with the Lord every day. God will reveal that, yeah. you know, and I think that um, the biblical example I always draw upon, especially when I'm talking with young people, you know, when they came to anoint David as as king, mm -hmm. he was doing his thing, do what he's supposed to do, being a shepherd. Just, you know, so it's like, because the, the, the follow up to that is, well, I think I'm doing it. Hey, are, are you yeah. doing what what you know to be doing? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Yeah. God will find you, you Good. know, <laughs> he will come and, and, and all of that. And so um, how does God appear to, to Moses? You know, Exodus 3, he's tending the flock of his his father in law Jethro, and so and, and and God speaks to him. So I love it. God knows where you are, you know, and and it's about following Him step by step. And I think that you know you'll you'll run right into it. Um, wow, that's so good. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. Dr. Burns, anything you would like to add? <laughs> he makes me call him that. I do not make her call him that. And the truth is, she usually only calls me doctor when it's in front of something embarrassing. It's like, I did something dumb and then she calls that me doctor. It is 100% true. true. That's messed up. 10 years of school, post okay. high school that you had to okay. do. <laughs> so I, I think God's a lot bigger than we are. Yeah. I think sometimes when we reduce God to like his will is something so small and specific that we're going to mess it up. It's good. It, it takes control out of his hands. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. God. We're not. Mm-hmm. So I do think there's a general will of God and a specific will of God. Mm-hmm. The general will of God is Jesus said, the reason I came is to seek and save the lost. Um, God's will is that we make disciples of all nations, baptizing them. There's there's so much of the general will mm-hmm. of God. But I also believe God has a specific will for all of us. Yeah. I think we grew up in a youth ministry culture that taught that the will of God was like an egg, that we have to be very careful with mm-hmm. it so we don't break it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... There was these phrases thrown around like the safest place to be is in the will of God or the center of the will of God. I think that's bogus. Like, I actually think that when you're walking in the will of God, that's actually the most spiritually dangerous place Mm -hmm. that you can walk. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the will of God is so much bigger than us. One of my favorite verses in scripture, Psalm 37, is delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. One of the first conversations I had with your dad, Liz, about marrying you. I said to him, like, what is the most important thing I can do? I want to make sure I don't blow it in life. And he said, just keep putting God first. And when God is first, everything else lines up. So I think we, we stress, but think of all the scriptures and all the promises. Think about Psalms and Jeremiah, for I know the plans I have for you, Mm -hmm. declares the Lord's plans to prosper you. Mm -hmm. Like beautiful. Uh, Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter one, that before God laid the foundations of the earth, he had us in mind. So God is really, really big, and he is going to accomplish his plan on the earth. And we, when we delight ourselves in him, we're going to find it. That's good. I love that. Well, I guess then going hand in hand with that, I kind of wanted to ask each of you, um, because we may have people listening who say, like, I don't really love what I'm doing, or I don't feel like what I'm doing right now is it. Um, Is there a difference between, like, the job we have to do Monday through Friday and like the God given purpose, maybe like we're in this room in ministry. Okay. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of feels aligned, but what mm-hmm. if somebody's going like, Hey, right now I'm a school teacher, but I don't feel like that's the thing I'm ultimately supposed to do. Like, can you still be doing God's will, but doing something you're not crazy about? Or does that, is that a sign that you're not in it, whatever mm-hmm. it is? <laughs> Um, I think it kind of goes back to what I said about being in seasons. I know that's kind of like a cliche thing to say, but um, wherever you are, you're there for a purpose and for a reason. And so um, if God's put you to be a teacher and that's like not what you're trying to do right now, um, he has you there for a reason. So maybe he's trying to teach you something that's going to prepare you for your next season. Um, And so I think as long, again, as you're still like walking with the Lord and you're like in his word, you're in the church, you're doing all the things you need to do. Nothing's going to go to waste. Yeah. I, so. I would so agree from I, just like silly things that I think of as did even as a child that you're like, Oh man, I'm so glad I took piano lessons or like whatever right, it was. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like I loved that at the time. I was like fighting my mom, not practicing, <laughs> right. mad at Mrs. Jones, shout out Mrs. Jones, my piano teacher. If she's listening, I can't imagine why she would be. She might not be alive. I don't, I don't know, <laughs> but Mrs. Jones taught me everything I knew about the piano, you know, but then God, uses it later in life um, mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. what I don't like is people who blame the will of God mm-hmm. on like yeah I don't want to do this because I, I just don't have peace or I don't think that's God's um, will how have you seen like people abuse 
this concept of the will of God for their own good. What do you think, Isaiah? Yeah, you know, I, I think that, uh, unfortunately, I mean, you do see it in church, you know, people, yeah. you know, it's almost like we lorded over people to get them yeah. to do something that, wow. that we want them to do. And, and then it's, Yikes. and then that's just wrong. You know, yeah. that's just, that's just not it. Um, but I think in all that we're doing, it, it's worship, you know, anything that yeah. you put your hands to do, you know, do it as unto the Lord, you know, and, yeah. and I think that we, that has to be a guiding principle, yeah. you know, of our life. You know, you, you talked about like a school teacher, um, you know, the impact that you can have as a school teacher, you know, yeah. and, and there's so much, yes, th there may be things God is working out in you, teaching you, showing you, but also the, the, the impact that you have in that season, you just never know who you're teaching, who yeah. you're influencing. Yeah. Um, so I think that. Everything that we're doing is is worship. There's a book I, I picked up uh, probably a year and a half ago, Every Moment Holy, and it, mm. these liturgies, these these prayers, beautiful, so good, be beautifully written prayers, um, and they're just for for everyday tasks, you know. And yeah. and so actually, this morning I read um, the one right before I started to load the dishwasher, right before I came <laughs> in this morning. But you know, uh, as I was reading it, but it just just a beautifully written prayer about even this this task that I'm doing. What the you know it, it's causing our family to have more order than that's what great. we had before, yeah. and, and and sometimes we don't see it like that. I think yeah. that's my 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 point is I I just think sometimes we don't have that lens of even the small tasks. I think God yeah. is a really big God to what Pastor Jason is saying. I think yeah. He's the God of the highlight moments, the big moments, absolutely. But yeah. He's also the God of the everyday <laughs> moments, the what <laughs> we think and what we see as mundane and simple. So he's the God that that's with us in those moments as well. So yeah. for the school teacher, for the yeah. stay at home mom, for the yeah. stay at home dad, for yes. the for the person that just feels like, hey, I'm just doing what I think is simple. Like you just yeah. never know what's on the other side of what God's doing. So good. Mm. Um, I wanted to ask each of you, do you feel like you had a moment where, you know, you heard, quote unquote, the call of God? So that's how we would have said it back in right. the youth group day. But basically what I mean is what you're doing now. Um, so for everyone in this room, it's ministry. Do you feel like you had a moment where you knew that's what you were quote unquote, made to do? Or was it more organic than that? Were you just like, oh, I am good at talking in front of people, so I should do this? Or was there like a moment? What do you think? Well, I'm always jealous of people who had that big moment. It's usually at youth camp. That's what yeah. people say. <laughs> right. And, and I think we need to be careful to clarify. All of us are pastors and we're in ministry. And I think some people somehow correlate the call of God as a call to ministry. Yeah. Mm. You can yeah. be called to be a teacher, a yeah. business owner, Absolutely. a stay-at-home parent. You you can be called to be a barista. So like yeah. we need to be careful. Mm -hmm. Ministry happens just in front of us, like that's with good. whatever God has yeah. given us influence and stewardship over. So that's that's important. Um, I don't feel like I ever had one of those big profound call to ministries. <laughs> I think I've always known that it was the direction of my life. And some people have that moment. I've had a lot of moments where I've just volunteered. Mm. And I've just said, God, I'll do it. And wow. um, I joked at our church's Real 16th good. anniversary service, um, I joked that people asked me, have you ever wanted to quit? And I joked that I said, every Monday. <laughs> and the truth is, there's been a lot of Mondays where I've wanted to throw in the towel. But with every one of those came the realization of, nope, God, you've called me to this. So I volunteer again. Yeah. Mm. Does that make sense? So, mm. so I don't have a moment. Okay. I have a thousand moments. I think that's good. <laughs> what about you, Des? Ooh, I, I don't think I have a moment either. Yeah. Um, growing up in the church, it's always something that like, I was like, man, like I want to be in ministry when I'm older. 
But it's funny because I always said, I want to be in ministry, but I don't want to be a pastor's wife. <laughs> and it's so funny because here God I am. Said bet. Um, yeah, <laughs> so never, never test God because that's exactly what you're going to do. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I but, never want to be a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Just try. <laughs> Isaiah, did you have a altar moment? Were you weeping? Did someone say, "Thus saith the Lord" over you? I didn't. Okay. I wish I had that. You know that moment. I well, okay. Let me say this. I growing up, I must have been five years old, something like that. And I saw those those old videos of Carmen <laughs> preaching. I remember Carmen! addicted to Jesus. May he rest in peace. Um, yes, I know. So it is, you know. But he was. I would say, like, probably at five years old, watching yeah. um, the the video that I watched was raising the standard. Yes. <laughs> and so it was like that video. I believe it was Indianapolis, Indiana. He's on like a stage wow. in this arena. And so watching him do his thing, I was like, man, I want to do that. Yeah. I didn't really care about how many people. I just knew because. You know, people would raise their hands and yeah. cry and have these. I I just remember being young. I'm like, oh, I want to help people do that. Wow. I had no idea what that was. Okay. Um, Shout out, Carmen. but I was so little that it, it that was the moment. But it also feels like yeah. since I was five, that's like kind of was what it I've always the moment? Yeah. To, oh, you know, it's always what I wanted to do. And so I think that's where it kind of started for that. me. I didn't know what that looked like, but yeah. I just I knew that was kind of the the direction of my life. But so, shout out to Carmen. Shout out to Carmen. Satan, the friend of Satan, bite the, bite dust. the dust. <laughs> Addicted to Jesus. Um, Okay, so I'll be the weird one here. I did have a a kids camp moment Mm, where mm. I wrote in a journal that I felt called to ministry. However, I assumed what that ministry would be, and I assumed it Mm. would be like music ministry, and I assumed I would be very famous, and you haven't heard of me. So I'm not, that didn't happen. No, but I, I think I, I felt a call to ministry. And then what I did was I interpreted it for God. And so mm. I said, you called me to ministry. I'm sure because I can sing, it'll be A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day getting very frustrated. And I definitely, I had never thought I'd be like a lead pastor's wife or even a lead pastor, but it was like, uh, I just remember God literally being like, okay, do you want me to use you? Or mm. do you want me to use you the way you are telling me I have to use you? Because... Mm you are getting this all wrong, getting mad at me for the way you think it's not happening. Meanwhile, all he had ever said was you're called to ministry. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. clearly what I'm doing. Yeah. But I just, it was a lot different mm-hmm. than I yeah, thought it would good. look. So I think mm-hmm. that trips a lot of people up. That's right. good. You, you yeah. used the analogy a moment ago of Candyland. And uh, one of the best analogies I've ever heard for the will of God is really like the game Shoots and Ladders. Remember <laughs> playing that game with our kids? Yeah. If you're unfamiliar with it, you're going on this road that's the long winding road. And there are some places where there's ladders that take you up a few levels. And there are some places that are shoots or slides where you can slide down a few uh, levels. And our job is to just be faithful on the path that God has put in front of us. Mm-hmm. And there are some moments where it feels divinely appointed that God puts a ladder in mm-hmm. front of us mm-hmm. and we jump a level or we jump into a new season. And it yeah. doesn't make sense. God promoted us. God elevated us. Mm-hmm. Isaiah, you use the example of David. He was a shepherd, but God gave him a ladder to, mm-hmm. to ascend to his greatness. But there are also moments that I think that like we don't ruin the will of God, but we can step out of the will of God and sin. And it's like hitting a slide and it feels mm-hmm. like it sets us back in mm-hmm. a season. But our responsibility is to just stay faithful to the path, avoid the shoots mm-hmm. that we can set ourselves into and to trust God that he'll send the ladders when it's his time. That's so I love good. that. And then like being willing, because I think a lot of times for some of us, it's the ladders have been there and mm. we're like, oh, I'm not, that's not me. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard somebody um, describe it once as being under an apple tree and going, there's no apples on this tree, mm-hmm. but there's like oranges galore at the next tree and you're not catching them 
and they're falling off the tree, but you're so focused on like, I really mm. wanted an apple. Like God's like, hey, like go, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. this this is where the fruit is. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, as kind of a um, last question, because I want to give us all time to talk about this. What would you say to the listener who's saying, I truly feel lost when it comes to this idea. I want to do God's will, but I don't feel like I'm necessarily in it. I wake up, I do my routine, I go to bed, but I don't feel that sense that this is it for me yet. How can they start with a small step today to spark plug that? I mean, I I would say, um, as what we said, take what we've said today as encouragement that um, no matter how simple you know your path may seem, may feel, may look, um, and even may be, um, you continue on. You know, like as <clears throat> we're talking about shoots and ladders, you know, <laughs> one square at a time. Yeah. You know, one square at a time. God knows what He's doing. Take take heart in that. Be encouraged by that, and um, and then leave the results in God's hands. You know, and and so um, I like to think of things in sports. I love sports. Basketball <laughs> is my favorite sport. Um, but so often you'll hear coaches just say, you know, that you know we're we just need to play the game as best as we can. The results, we'll, we'll, we'll find. We'll look up at the end of the four quarters and we'll yeah. see where we are. Yeah. Well, um, but it's our job to, to get out there and, and give it our, our best, one hundred percent. And I think you know that approach can be can be made here. You know, God has given us all a path, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter what it may be like right now. Um, you continue on, and and the results are in God's hands. Um, and be encouraged in that. And I, and I do believe this. This was this was prayed over me. Um, I, I, since I was little, and I still remember this prayer. I mean, I, I pray it over young people. I pray it over people in, just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, someone once prayed over me that um, they said, God, I pray that you would send things, people, situations mm. in life um, to Isaiah um, in such a way that he would know it's you and it would wow. be without question. That's good. And I think that, um, so I pray that over our listeners, you know, yeah, that God yeah. would use things, use people, yeah. use situations that are unique to them that they will only know that it is by God. And so, and sometimes it could, it could be simple, you know? And so, so good. Um, take that and, and, and let that encourage you. Um, I would say if you're already doing everything that you feel like you should be doing um, in terms of like following the Lord and all of that, um, I would say find a community that really like speaks in your life and mm-hmm. pulls things out of you. That's good. Um, I think no matter who you are, like we're always our worst critic. Yeah. And so, it's always harder to see the good in ourselves. Mm-hmm. So finding people who can call that out of you um, and then walk in that, explore that, see what God has for you in that um, could lead to some new opportunities. That's so good. That's great. I would say you have no idea what's on the other side of your obedience mm-hmm. and your faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a really big deal to just continue to trust and obey God. Mm. And then to leave the results to him. Mm-hmm. So like your greatest legacy, your greatest impact may not even be something that you personally do. It might be someone you raise. It might be mm-hmm. a conversation that you have with a coworker mm-hmm. that to you felt insignificant, yeah. mm-hmm. but it was catalytic and changing the direction of their life. It's mm-hmm. good. Like so often we have no idea the impact we have. Yeah. The second thing I would encourage people to do is to trust that God is in control. One of my favorite stories is the story of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was a cupbearer to the king, Mm. which means, like, if we want to call it what it was, he was a slave 
to the king. He just had a random job. And at the end of Nehemiah chapter one, there's a moment when he prays because God's given him a vision to rebuild the walls of the city of Jerusalem. And at the end of his prayer, there's this little dangling sentence where he ends his prayer and it's at the end of the last verse, he says, I was a cupbearer to the king. Yeah. And what's always struck me about that is you can apply two tones to it. One tone is, well, I'm just a cupbearer to the king, or you can see it as him saying, no, no, I'm a cupbearer to the king. Mm. I have divine privilege and access yeah. to the most powerful man in the world. You have no idea why God has placed you where he's placed you, for what purpose he's placed you there, but you can trust that if he's put you in the place you are, it's on purpose and for a purpose. And when you see it that way, you begin to reframe all of your conversations, all of your relationships. You have no idea what God is doing, but you can trust that God is the master author who is authoring a beautiful story in your life. I love that. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say and add. God is not, God is for you. He's not mm -hmm. cruel. I oh, think yeah. all of us were afraid God was going to call us to do something we didn't want to do. Right. Oh God, you're going to have me serve in missions where <laughs> there's no water, there's no electricity. You know, God is not cruel. A lot mm -hmm. of times God's will in my life has been organic. Mm -hmm. Fell in love with Jason. He's the one. Now we're married. Almost 20 years. Easy to say, well, that was it. It wasn't that complicated. It wasn't like God's like, you're going to marry that guy. And I was like, well, that guy is awful. You know? I've, <laughs> yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah. You know, okay. God no. has given you your gifts, like Jason yes. said, for a reason. I would say just open the door, follow the doors and say yes to the doors that naturally yeah. open. Mm -hmm. You're a lot of times God's will is an organic thing that will flow out of what you see. And I love what you always say, honey, that what do you see that no one else sees? Mm -hmm. probably that's it friends mm -hmm. it's not mm -hmm. that complicated he's not dangling at in front of you waiting for you to mess up and wanting to right. smite me smite you if you miss it right. he is for you so we this was i feel like we could talk about this forever i feel like this was the best start to this conversation but we'd love to keep this conversation going hey if you have questions for us we want to resource you anything we can do at known ladies on instagram uh we can always continue this conversation further but talk to your friends about this i like what des said be in community with those who can pull this out of you because hey god does have a plan for your life and chances are you're walking in it today so isaiah des jason Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you Thanks for having, having us. Will you guys come back? Absolutely. Do you Absolutely. think we could get Mrs. Jones, my piano teacher from can, six years old? Can find her. Hey, let's do it. I want to find her. Her name was Karen Jones. Karen Jones. Oviedo, Florida. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Karen, if you're out there, find us. <laughs> and we'll be right back with more of The Known Podcast. Wow, I loved my time with pastors Jason, Isaiah, and Des. That was such an incredible conversation. I hope for you that won't be the end of it, but that you'll take some time to ponder this and talk about it with a friend this week. Thank you so much for listening. As always, please subscribe and like, and never forget that you are known and loved by God. See you next week. <laughs>